0: I'm sorry. 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 I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. 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 i am sorry i am te haría.
0: spirit of always keeping it nice and sexy for Monday. got a little rain outside, it's nighttime now around this time, but just, just, this is what you should be listening to at the house, just to set the vibe, baby, just breathe it in, breathe it in. Decompress, decompression music. Yes. Destination music last time, and decompression music this time. So very wonderful Oh so very wonderful Let's go ahead And get everything started so far As we go ahead And get ourselves situated That was Kali With Telepatia Wonderful Go ahead does and does good out. shit What'd you
1: say? She does good shit
0: she does, good she. she does She does pretty good shit That fucks with her Nice yeah. nice It's grown nigga music You know what I'm saying You know It's grown folk music a Little something What's, What's that she-
1: one? This one with her and SZA out now is some sexy shit.
0: I forgot the name of that one, but yeah, that one is, I feel like I know it. Hold on, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let let me see. Like, where was your antennas? Okay, let's see. I wonder if I got it in
1: the library.
0: Fue mejor.
1: Boom. That's the one. It was,
0: they got a Vigia. Vigia? They got a Vigia. Maybe doing some stuff they got visuals. A lot yeah. of the women in the RB and like Soul Space are clicking up and doing visuals together, but a lot of them are doing like sensual videos with like each other. They throwing a I little... Think, yeah. little I mean, We're friends, but we also like,
1: like... I mean, on the on the touchy you said, yes, but also, we just grew up on videos, so I'm just like mad and nostalgic with like videos or everything. That was one of my things like initially, like when the baby at first hit, I was like, I'm... Here for any motherfucker doing a video where it's not a bunch of niggas in front of the fucking front of the house, just right
0: or at the gas station. station. Like, we just nothing says thug like everybody dancing in front of two cars or a trap house or a gas station. I, 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 I
1: did it when that's your startup video, like you do what you can, but it's like, come on, man, like let's, I don't know. Do some artsy shit. Because I, I, I even saw some shit that's been, like, bubbling around on my feed. Like, Missy Elliott popped up twice. I'm just like, this is a fucking legendary creative motherfucker. Like, right. so her, between her and Bus, nigga, like, come on, man. Like, niggas used to do, like, it was a whole experience. It was a movie in this bitch. Million
0: dollar videos. We grew up in the era of million dollar videos. Today, they can do some shit on their phone and keep their budget low, which I understand. And I'm cool with saving a couple bucks to keep it in your pocket, especially when you got to pay for your own shit. But also you lose a little bit of that creativity. Like do you watch Dave? I have, but
1: I need to like get into it. I've watched a couple episodes here and
0: there. Okay. So there's, there's an episode that I watched where he was, uh, the, the premise is like he was swiping on some app and him and Doja Cat matched. So like the whole day is like them texting and talking and the things that they do in their private lives until they meet up on the date. And like he was in the video for Ray Schremer and they were just like the whole setup is like this is our video. We're going to have this artistic genius here. We're going to do this here. We're going to do that. here Like they're actually creating it kind of stereotypical niggers because they had Dave in the middle yelling and screaming with a bunch of asses surrounding him. Love but still, but like the different things that we're coming up with, like we're trying to be artistic and create this vision. I can appreciate it, even if it does have a little bit of the essence of nigga shit in there. I can at least appreciate that you having a vision as opposed to like, hey, we're just going to get together. We're going to do this over here. And you create this pseudo artistic thing behind it when it's really just niggas dancing in front of a car.
1: Pretty much. I know that's why like Doja gets a lot of like, sounds like people just fucking with her music, I think I know she gets a lot of like applause and shit for like her. Artistic takes on her videos, whether it's like whatever the fuck's going on. Even if you might be like it's poppy or it's whatever, it doesn't make sense. Like I know that's one of her like big applauding things that she do like Kella artsy bubblegummy videos. But then you know niggas gonna nigg because like just maneuvering through social media, people are like, like she like they I think they make it like where she holds down the bubbly, whatever. they called it something, but like that bubbly artsy whatever type space and music because uh, the mulatto chick who raps uh-huh. um, she dropped her song which I don't think is a bad song I think she slide on that bitch and is trying to be like you know creative and shit feels like who the fuck is you trying to make it I was like damn n- n- niggas can't niggas can't try no different shit that's fucked
0: up you, you, yeah. <laughs> that's something that we definitely have to talk about Like, when it comes to creativity, also shout out to Dave, speaking of creativity, like an artist that's being creative in the the movie realm and in the film realm Mm -hmm. and in the TV realm, also having somebody that's also creative, shout out to Doja Cat, she don't really like dark skinned dudes but it's okay you still find (laughs) hell. she said said, (laughs) (laughs) we still give you a little bit of love even though you know you kind of embracing this hat a little bit more but she's very creative in her videos but just like people venturing out doing, doing something outside of the norm even 50 50 continuously coming out with different tv shows but shout out to them but what is it about this space where we don't allow people to really actually become creative within the black community When it comes to music, but also, what's the issue with us? Like, why you gotta be an asshole when somebody's trying to do something different? Like, this trolling narrative that we have today where (coughs) trolling can get you famous or being a dick can get you famous. At what point in time do we say, hey man, like, shut the fuck up and let people just try shit?
1: I think there are like layers to it. I think sometimes people, obviously, you know, the whole adage of like people, you know, something, something, do what they don't understand. If it's not fun or cool to you, then all of a sudden it's lame shit, it's weird shit. Like, musically, people talk about, like, you know, Tyler even talks about, I was a weird nigga until boom, like, musically, I got off and now I'm like an icon or whatever. What? Niggas who are, like, expressive, you know, a certain demographic of people is like, you niggas are weird if we don't understand it. But I also think that, like, we have a bad understanding of, when somebody is being authentic, trying to grow their art, and when somebody's trying to catch one, right. I'm cool critiquing a motherfucker who's just like, "Oh shit, this what they doing? I'm gonna do that." Or you can see they just trying to figure something out or whatever. We're gonna try to like jump on a vibe, but if it's like, "Oh no, this motherfucker is progressing musically. They're trying something new." Like, give them a shot, nigga. Even if you don't like, if you don't like it, that's one thing. Because shit, my own favorite artists have done since shit. I was like, ah, I wasn't really feeling that way. But you could tell it's like, okay, like I'm trying to expand my art form. Okay, cool. Let them expand their art form. Like you gotta let motherfuckers
0: grow. When we come into a space, every generation has been influenced by somebody that's relatively eccentric, right? For maybe the beginning of our generation, mostly say uh, a little bit before our generation, we had Prince. We had Michael. Their generation might have had Missy when they were little. They may not have necessarily understood it, but they had Missy for that area and Timbo and things of that nature. And they were born in the era of million dollar music videos. You've always had people in every era that influenced some sort of different thing than the norm. Why do we box people in though? Like it's okay for Prince to be different in his videos and dress different, all that other stuff. But if my favorite artist is trying some shit, whether I like it or not, no, nah, nah, I'm not feeling it. Are you not feeling it because it's not dope or are you not feeling it because you're you're approaching them within the scope of where you prefer them to be?
1: I think a lot of it is a latter. <clears throat> I think, at, you know, in the. I think in the in certain spaces, it definitely is like I just don't like that thing. I'm critical of my particular artists, but I think people that, you know, just even though it's this might not be, you know, relationships, some of the deep dive shit, just this is a little surface thing. You like music. Well, it can't get deep, but it's, it's service. Like, you just like your music, you like your artist. But are you judging this artist because that song was bad? Or you like this artist to be this way because this artist, you know, speaks to whatever part of you that you want to keep that way? Or,
0: right,
1: you know, so once again, just some of the I don't understand it, therefore I don't like it. And it's like, well, maybe give it a shot. Like, take a step back. Like, even listening to um, music just as a fan, like, I, I don't even like to, con- like, talk about an album for real, for real, Off the first listen, like, you know, listen to it two or three times. Like, you know, this it ain't whack. Like, I kind of had to let this, the beat grow on me. I kind of had to listen to what they said. Okay, this is out of a, you know, out of a complete song. You know, it is, like, I thought it was a five when I first listened. But now put it all together, it's about seven, mate. It ain't bad. It ain't that bad. But I think people like first listen, immediately want to look for, you know, negative shit. And it's like, yeah. Like, even the critiques people gave about Drake, I feel like some of those were good on his last album. I don't know Drake hates shit. It's like sonically, you cannot say the nigga doesn't make good music, but it's like if we're looking for Drake in a space of <clears throat> motherfuckers look at your music to go, okay, you set a certain bar of music. We want you to do some cool shit. We want you to do some shit that sounds like, oh, he was really getting in his bag trying to make art. You can kind of tell like, oh, you was, just a, you was just making an album. Like, by everybody else' standard, fucking 10 out of 10. By you, one of the ones to do it now that are the best, Eh, it's not your best. Right. But people gotta look at where they're coming from when they make these fucking statements.
0: Now when it comes to people making these statements, I have a question. And it'll be all encompassing, but for this concept that we're talking about right now, are people too fucking nice when it comes to people making comments on shit that they had nothing to do with?
1: In some spaces, yes. Like I'm big I'm big on um, you know, you know, you ignore some negativity. Um, you, you know, I am God. You don't come down and speak among the ants. But at the same moment, man, you fucking trying me. <clears throat> I'll clap you niggas a little bit. Like, I like sometimes where, like, it's strong. But I find it, I do find it entertaining when, like, say, DJ Mustard, as a late, will go on motherfuckers' comments and, like, when they leave a comment on his shit, he's like, I'm gonna hit you with what you just said. Like, I'm fat or whatever. Like, the last thing he said about his studio, like, don't come in here if you're ugly. Don't come in here if whatever. Some of that, I feel like, obviously was like jokes, but some of it was like, this is where we're coming to work. Like right. I feel like sometimes, you know, people might even mistake, like, the studio is a place where we have fun, but there's a balance between this is how I make my livelihood. So don't come in here fucking around and fucking up the vibes, whatever the vibes may be, however I set them. And it was motherfuckers who really was not on their best saying a lot of wow shit. It was like, you are not in a position to say that about anybody. And he was like, don't do that. Let me get you. Because, you know, you just, not to say you can't have an opinion. We are clearly a fucking opinion-based thing. But also, you know, motherfuckers have a right to kind of say some shit. Like, you you can't, you know, I think people take, you know, kindness for weakness. And I'm sensitive to that because it's just like, just because somebody you don't fire off on your ass, don't assume that they can't do that or that they're above that. That's a human being, my nigga. Like, Stomp your motherfucking ears together, technically, and they chose to like light you up on it. Like, why would you, with 300 followers, talk shit to somebody who's got a million and you assume that they didn't see? No, well, now a million people are going to jump on your ass. You could have kept your mouth shut. Or at least had a critique. It's better when you do that and you have a critique that's from a real I'm critiquing you space. I have an opinion as opposed to y'all talking shit. Now, when you're talking shit, gloves off.
0: So there's, there's. Obviously there's a difference between constructive criticism and bad mouthing. Yeah. You can have an approach where one is healthy, one is with positive intent to show some sort of love but maybe create some sort of change and one is just you trying to be an ass.
1: Yeah, and I'm and you know, and I know that's a dangerous space even with us. We make a lot of content that's fucking funny but it could be hurtful, but like it's like if the idea is to laugh, but there's a difference even with that, like whether it's a online person, whether it's a comedian, whether it's an internet fucking person who makes jokes, you could tell or like, yo, this is a joke and it was a little far and it's like, you that's not funny. You just are shitting on somebody, you're being disrespectful, you wild and like you, you know, you can say what you want to say, but they're not obligated to be like that. Was just my opinion. Nah, that was some shit. You was talking shit. That's not the same, motherfucker. You was talking shit.
0: As Cassandra Elaine said, when I was being a young person coming up, ain't no such thing as I'm just playing. There's some truth in the shit that you're saying. You you can say that you just playing, but you meant some of that shit. Even if it's fifty percent, half of that is the truth. The rest of it, you may be trying to hide behind the lie. Just you talk. Lie. To
1: me, you can- you always deserve the right to talk yourself right to an asshole
0: smooth just just a little just a little something just a little ass tapping i'll I'll transition it away from music though are we too nice when it comes to letting shit slide say in our relationships not just dating relationships but relationships with other individuals that we come across whether it's the work environment whether it's the professional realm whether it's um our, our friends and family members, whether it's the people that we date, like are we too are we too nice in certain regards? Maybe not even just with comments, but are we too nice sometimes?
1: I think so. I think there is like, and I think we're too nice sometimes, like if we're using, say, take it from relationships, and I say even work, like a motherfucker will buckle with your boss who you know is condescending, you know is patronizing, you know is disrespecting in this moment. And you got all these steps and procedures in order, you know, to you could fire with HR. You got every way in the world to clock this motherfucker, what they say, you motherfuckers eat cheese and say a little something, but not what you probably should have said, but go home and say some wild shit to the motherfucker who you love, say some outlandish shit to him because he forgot to take out the trash, you'll say some crazy shit to her because i don't know man she forgot to uh season your chicken bro whatever fuck you niggas get mad at like and it's like that's what's wrong with you so yeah i think we definitely like and people don't understand about you know it's a its imbalance on both sides it's either you mad fucking crazy disrespectful over here or it's like you really let too much shit slide over here and people don't really have conversations about what's the balance or understanding like you know that. Even some shit that niggas say is Jones, and like we all accept it in this group that this is jokes.
0: Right.
1: But those are the rules that we've established. And shit, honestly, niggas just have love for the nigga next to because niggas be fighting all the time. Like mad fights over words. And it was like, we could have easily just said, don't say no shit like that. But now it's the ego play. Now it's layered into, if I say it hurt my feelings, now I'm a bitch. So now I just got to fight. We right. had a lot of necessary fights because you just didn't know how to say, hey, man, that shit was really fucked up. Like, I'm mad and insecure about um, my height. Or I'm mad and insecure about, no, nigga, I don't have to know his shoes because my father is working. Like, you know, we don't have those conversations regularly.
0: So I think it's important for us to be able to, So I'll say as men, when it comes to our circle, like we can talk shit, we can jones, we can shoot the dozens, whatever you call it, wherever you at, you can have those types of things within your group circle. But if somebody crosses the line, you should be comfortable enough to say that. When it comes to not being too nice, I'll say from a personal experience, like somebody I grew up with that I was really, really cool with, he kind of went too far on some shit when I was younger. And me being too nice and just kind of letting it slide I didn't end up coming to him and talking to him about, like, hey, man, I don't really appreciate how you crossed that line with me. Like, we're supposed to be better than that. I get you may be joking, but that shit's not cool. I could tell you, you meant that one. You meant that shit, and that's what hurt me because we're supposed to be brothers. Now, because I was being too nice and letting shit slide and just avoiding it and avoiding it and avoiding it, now I no longer have that friend. He died. He died years ago. So shout out to everybody that listens. I'm talking about my homie Miyagi. Jhene equals brother, Miyagi, that she talks about. I grew up with him. But he, towards the end of our friendship in high school, he said some stuff, and instead of me confronting him, we're like, we've been cool, we've been brothers for years, and I didn't come to him and talk to him about that. And then he ends up dying while I'm away at college, and I never had the opportunity to make amends because I was being too nice as opposed to confronting him and saying, yo, we boys, we ain't supposed to talk to each other like that. But not even just in those type of sense. That's me self-disclosing because it fits with the topic. But within our relationships in our marriages or our, our dating relationships or with our homeboys, sometimes it's important for us to not be too nice as far as either letting shit slide that we shouldn't let slide or not confronting certain situations that we should confront and say, you know what? I'm trying to avoid confrontation, but no, 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 let me, let me, let me put some gas on the fire. Cause this shit needs to be talked about. I love you, but I need to stomp your ass a little bit verbally if necessary. So we can get this shit cleared up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think definitely like in friendships and any any relationship relationship should be friendships. I just want to sprinkle that out there, folks. But um, I think a lot of those are people. You know, you kind of start determining are you are you working from lack if your if your motivation is more fear of um, I'm going to lose this person if I say this shit right now then maybe you should lose that person or lose them in the the short term. You know, they have to take a little bit of time to figure out, like, you know what, I was wild. But you kind of letting it slide is kind of teaching them that this shit shit is a go. And that shit might not even be malicious on their part. If they just are motherfucking shit talking or this nigga's mean or, you know, this dude's whatever, but you never go, hey, that shit was, and deal with the fact that I'm going, man, you acting soft, you acting whatever. All right. Like, if I examine and I go, nah, that was really rude and they're not in the space to understand that and you got to be able to pick up your ball and walk the fuck away
0: right and that can still be temporary like you mm-hmm. said, i'm walking away in this moment like i said when saying within my situation with my boy miyagi i could have walked away in that moment we not be cool for a couple months and then i just address it and now we back cool but because i was being too nice you know at that time in my life i was mr nice guy i didn't feel like I would avoid confrontation unless it was absolutely necessary. If it was somebody that I wasn't cool with, hey, if you if really down with it, we can do this. We can get this out the way because I already got some pent-up aggression and some anger, and I don't really know you like that. So if you are threatening me, then we can do something. But as far as, like, these are my brothers. These are my boys. I've known y'all for a long time. We grow up together. We do everything together. I don't want to approach that confrontation. when well, I probably should. I could have... Put that to the side for after a couple months or even after a couple weeks, you know, approach it, deal with it. I had to step away from you for a little while, but that doesn't mean that we have to completely lose everything because we're being too nice or non confrontational or because we're not holding ourselves, ourselves accountable to certain shit or not being empathetic. Like sometimes it's best to just meet that shit head on and realize that how you approach it could turn into forever or just for a couple days. Like, what mm-hmm. moment are you creating? What's the moment that you are creating? Because you do have some say in this when it comes to people in the comment section. We didn't have conversations in in, in our shit or spiritual word or any of these other, you know, platforms where people are expressing lots of well thought out commentary. And it's like some certain comments you have to like. You know what? I'm a I'm a I'm gonna let this one slide. I, I've had some moments where somebody get upset about something that i said i think i told you about that before like somebody one time had a comment and i just made a simple comment it wasn't even undressing. they were like oh and you're a therapist we see we have stupid at every level and i just was like i'm not I'm, I'm, i could stomp your ass in the comments but it's not worth the energy
1: if that's you, another thing that not to cut you off that's go just go another ahead. thing that i feel like um at least sometimes holds me back as far as if I do this, if I jump in this confrontation, understanding what the point is, because in my mind, I'm like, okay, if we're resolving this and getting better, I don't know that you're getting better because it's like the person in the comments is like, you don't get what I'm saying. Like, no you just, what you said has already shown me your lack of perspective, at least from my, at least in my mind. Like, we don't, we, our perspectives aren't even. And especially if there's ever a situation where like, I might see where you're coming from and I'm telling you mine and it's going, yeah. you know well, then we don't really have much to communicate about. I more so, and I've done this people I care about, but I more so just kind of let you, I'll maneuver you in a way where it's like, ah, you know, you, I'm going to just sit you kind of in this space. That way you don't have to cross this path again because I just don't think you get it, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, like, as I've gotten older, like, now, definitely, but, like, when I was like, shit, I would even say early 20s, it was like... Oh, they don't get it. I'm gonna completely sidestep you over here because there the ain't a reason for us to have this conversation in this space. Is it's not, it's not clicking here. Right. Like now, actually, I poke the bear a little bit to be like, okay, all right, this conversation was good. Let's go ahead and. But I understand that about. Oh no, we just there's no understanding in this, or there's no expansive expanding expanding of perception here. Like you're not willing to step outside. Okay, we don't need to talk about this. Right. You don't have anything. Oh, we just, we don't got nothing to talk about. You said what you just said shows that you might, you don't really have the room to go. I feel for this person this way, or oh, we don't need to have this conversation about this topic because how I feel is so I can understand, blah blah blah, and take the conversation this way. You don't, all right, cool. Let's just, you know,
0: but also understanding, like, say, for instance, it is a topic that we can't discuss without it going to an ugly place or without it being some tensions flare like that also doesn't mean I can't talk to you at all it just may be these specific topics so even like for me I got I told you before I got a homeboy that's a pastor like clearly if you listen to this show on a regular basis you'll know you know Didn't our you thought- it, <laughs> when it comes to religion uh, we may butt heads on that conversation but that also doesn't change the fact like that's still my boy like we still known each other for a long time. i i have been in your wedding. I'd have been there for your kids. We didn't have business together. Like just cause we don't agree on this doesn't mean we don't talk. So understanding proper boundaries when it comes to how nice should I be or shouldn't I be when it comes to confronting certain things that may be uncomfortable. Shout out to Moni in the comments. She says, I for sure been too nice with things, but I usually express my boundaries with friends early on to prevent any weird issues with confrontation being spearheading it from the beginning like yo I love you these are my boundaries since we cool now hey friend you a friend now that's what's up here's my boundaries here's my list of preferences likes and dislikes what are you what is your list as well because that's an important part of the conversation and let's go ahead and address it that way let's make sure that you don't cross these boundaries with me at least until we have a certain amount of rapport or where we can be cool with that and if we do I can stomp your ass but that doesn't mean the friendship is over unless I understand that this is happening in every type of topic or conversation that we are having. This is a reoccurring thing where you are crossing certain boundaries. Now I have to get rid of this niceness and say, hey, you got to roll. Pretty much. So, appreciate you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny, jumping in the chat, talking about how the Raiders are getting their ass stomped, 21 zip at halftime. We appreciate you tapping in. Thank you, Moni, for also tapping in. What are some things when it comes to your boundaries What are some things That you automatically Ain't no niceness Ain't, ain't, ain't no friend nigga mm. Ain't no passes
1: I don't like uh, The nigga said ass cockers That's
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know I think I'm, I'm big on To me like Respect and moments where I'm like, you didn't like just mild respect. Like you don't have to loud talk You don't have to belittle somebody. You don't have to. I don't like that that shit personally. I'd be like, because in my mind, I, I take things kind of like you're trying to establish dominance. And it, for and I'm I'm more of a person like for me, I might give you more of a pass if it's done to people that I sincerely care about. I've noticed that my temper is way way lower. Right. Like I'm big on like oh. Don't you're not gonna like you can you know you might say whatever to me or about me or about whatever, but if it gets into conversations about people I care about, and I'm like ah, you wilding, like you you doing a lot, and this is where like it'll go from like zero, we'll pass a lot of fucking numbers to get to 100 very very quickly because it's like you didn't have to say that, right? So I'm I'm big with like just unnecessary disrespect. It takes nothing to talk to somebody with respect. It takes nothing to engage positively, you don't like, when you start to like, say, you know, weird fucking comments and disrespectful shit, I'm like, ah, I don't like this shit. Like, it's even, even like that shit that they say like, um, there's like some meme that goes around about like, there's a Mike Tyson quote, or if it's not, the one I saw had Mike Tyson, it was a fucking Mike Tyson quote now. But it's just like, people have a lot, it was more, it was paraphrasing, it's more or less the idea that like people say a lot of wild shit online because they've never have the thought that they'll get punched in the face right. and not just punch everybody in the face but it's the thought process that you respect that there are consequences so don't talk to me because that in my mind I'm like and that's you know ego and shit too but it's like don't talk to me or other people as if you're just like what the fuck you gonna do a lot motherfucker like there's a lot I could do so don't because I don't shit there's a weird white man just didn't it around he could be John Wick for all the fuck I know so right
0: you never know who somebody is, especially today. A lot of people have that arrogance about them. Like I can say something because nothing's going to happen to me. What you going to argue with me in the content and you're going to, you're going to bring me more attention. If you do decide to go back and forth with me, or you're feeding whatever type of underlying issue that I have inside of me. That's looking for confrontation to validate some sort of attention seeking. But, you don't know who you arguing with. You could be arguing with somebody that are instantly like, I hacked your shit. No what? Yeah. And
1: I don't I don't like um You can't physically touch
0: me, but you can touch me something. Like you don't know. You don't know the links that somebody may go to touch you.
1: And it's not even and, and that's that's a part of it, but I think even like a deeper part of it is like even when I think about uh, you know, some of the stoic shit we talk about or whatever, and then even thinking about it from like a therapeutic space is like you always need to think about step one step two step three step four step five like where would this where could this the possibilities of these choices lead and like in my mind I'm sometimes like like sometimes I'm real like oh I need to cut that off and I'm very like one two for like basic minute things or things around the house or whatever I'm real but like when things that involve like people and I I like kind of think all right man what's and when I and in my mind it's like okay if you're doing this, I know that there are several options that could have been peaceful, that could have been kind, or could have been more of a resolution or could have been whatever. So in my mind you're choosing to be whatever fucking version that's causing this conflict, and that doubles doubles it for me, because I'm like yeah, I can see where you did that, but if it's for the this, that, and the third, for the betterment of our relationship, for the betterment of the company, for the betterment of us doing this transaction, you've now made it unnecessary. Like, I even look at that when you see somebody shits a motherfuckers and nutting up on, like, uh, you know, um, people in stores and shit like that. And it's, like, you can see the motherfucker sitting there, like, you could have said this 50 different ways and been quiet and, like, I got your change or whatever. But, like, you yelling doesn't help me do my job faster. It doesn't make the machine work any faster. Like, what the fuck? So shit like that is a trigger for me because it's, like, Come on, man. If you took the 30 seconds you took to sit there and like fizzle up, take another 10 to be like, where do these three, four, five steps lead? I know I'm big on that also because I'm like a fucking black dude. So, right. like, every fucking, I need to think four or five steps ahead. Somebody will like shoot me in the street. But, right. You know,
0: I can understand that as a trigger. Like, for me personally, personally it's kind of similar. Uh, I can identify now in my Demo wisdom, I can understand like, I don't take kindly to dis, you know disrespect. Don't don't take kindly to disrespect. If I feel like you're trying to disrespect me, more so belittle me, demean me, or talk as if I'm stupid, like you're trying to act as if I'm I'm not smart enough to to comprehend or participate in this conversation, or you're trying to overstand me. I'm gonna get triggered because that triggers my insecurities from when I was younger of always feeling ostracized or overlooked or taken advantage of or being the third we're like if you make it seem as if I'm not important to be recognized as an individual standing in front of you a human being that's on your equal level I want to rip your fucking larynx out that's just that's just how I feel I just want to Mortal Kombat style reaching your throat and snatch that bitch out now you can't say nothing what do it's you it's an
1: underrated fatality like I, think people thought, yeah, I think people thought because it just wasn't mad for but it's like
0: that's a slow
1: walk and it's fucked up.
0: Yep, you can't say nothing. You can't breathe. None of that. But that's that was that's a, just a trigger of of mine. I've gotten a better handle on it just because clearly I know that I ain't stupid, so I don't have to feel like oh you 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 want to feel like you're smarter than me, so you want to say something that makes you seem intelligent, which is cool. I will let you ride with that, but I'm not gonna let that trigger me. And as far as stoicism is concerned, like learning how to control your own emotions, but I can. That's a trigger that. Alright, motherfucker. Like you pushing it like this is, even even if even the monks got a moment where like, hey, I'll chop you in your throat. Like we're the most oh, yeah. people uh, on earth.
1: I got that bad is not enough to even when I watch films or like when I'm watching like a show or somebody, and I'm like, they were pressing your buttons, and I was like, Yeah. And the main character always is like, you know, I took it and I was whatever. But I was like, you could beat their ass, like, around the seventh thing they said. You could literally, like, beat them to shit because, like, they know what they're doing. And I never, I still haven't fully grasped, like, we should not Because, like, nigga, three episodes later, you got to beat this nigga the fuck up anyway. Absolutely. But, like, like you know, that seventh time, it was just like, I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to promote. But also, like. This person knows that they're trying like when you know you they're trying are trying to get a rise out of you fuck it man give it to them I mean within reason like
0: after you weigh the consequences
1: yeah like when I say right I mean like I don't always even mean like beat the ass but it's like okay this person is trying me. and i don't I don't know I don't try my friends it it's mad layers for me because I'm like if i'm if me and you are having a disagreement like it's separation it's understanding it's whatever if i have to try my friend at some point that's like i'm trying to punk you If i'm trying to punk you i'm trying to dominate i don't care about you i want to dominate over you that's not a that's not even coming from a space if i give a shit about this person it's like Oh, you trying to really like step on this nigga that's not caring that's not love that's mm, you're a piece of shit you're trying to like because in my mind in my mind i'm thinking like oh, well, you you'd do something to me if like it was if we was in a different situation, like cause you mad about this and that's causing you to, you know, be mad, shitty, and disrespectful. to stuff. oh no, man, that's serious. even your parents, when your parents got mad, shitty with you, the underlying theme was, I want you to be better because I need you to. I'm scared that if you go out in this world unprepared, you can kind of divvy those up. But you can have conversations with your parents, and that's like, that was you learning me a lesson I didn't like. This is you being disrespectful, Mom and Dad and now y'all gotta have a grown up conversation. This is different.
0: I'm glad you kind of brought up that interesting point. I have a little bit of some some what? some massaging some some movement going on here some oh, pistons. Nigga, that shit's cooking the Pistons is firing uh when it talk talk about trying people and you actually like you mean them harm right in relationships can you say the same thing like when your partner or partners or whatever the case is however you dealing with this individual when they get to trying you especially as a man when you are dating women that like to poke the bear but they trying you disrespectfully it's not like playful like you you trying to get a rise out of me does that have some sort of underlying meaning to it to you
1: yeah, I mean, even if it's something that's like you might have some triggers, you might have some shit that you've learned differently, but to me it registers as like danger, because it's like you know, super neon sign is like, you would put me in a position where I would lose my cool, and even though my actions are still on me, but you would try to put me in a position, if you feel away, if you're not in a certain space if you feel away, way, the person you love and care about you put me in a spot to lose my cool and I'm up the river nigga, like I'm, you know Jail is not a fucking, like, uh, Narnia-like fear. Nigga, that shit is real. Like, you would put me in a position where I might lose or whatever. Or it puts you in a position to be Al Bundy, where I got to take your shit, because you're going to press, like, and it turns into what you really going to do, and it's like, now, what are you going to do? Because communicating, obviously, with somebody like that, I don't feel like exists like, to the full extent, because it's going to be some... Because if you would do that, you don't care about how this person feels. Because you don't care about this person's well-being or happiness in general. You would, you're gonna push them to the line to where they gotta like, you gotta go. Okay, to keep this person 100% happy, I gotta buckle, and that is a chain reaction for the rest of your life. That turns into that happy wife, happy life shit, which is why that's dangerous. It's not a concept of not making your wife or partner happy. It's a concept that this person puts their happiness and existence above mine. I'm no longer a partner. I'm a servant, and that's what that looks like to me in relationships. Like, oh, you going to try me because you want to see where I can push you and have control. It's a controlling thing to me.
0: Uh, I would say a controlling thing or wanting to be controlled for us as men. Because yeah. some women will say that they're, they're pushing those buttons because they want to see how you're going to book up at them and take control, which is nuts. But whatever.
1: That's a lack of understanding to me. Because that means you don't understand. You have no understanding or comprehension of what true power or control of situation look like. You only know how to. That's like a nigga who walks in and can't do nothing but fight. Like I've been a nigga who liked to just fight all the time, and I couldn't rationalize what genuine calm power was unless I was punching somebody in the face. And it's like that would be the same for that woman and be like, nah, because you don't. You lack understanding. You need chaos. You don't understand like power and peace and all that shit. That's the same for niggas who say the shit like. She don't love you unless she cuts you out. Nigga, you are dope, nigga. Like, Big Mama was mad peaceful. Like, right.
0: When it, when it comes to stereotypes like that, if we look at the narrative, so men accepting toxic behavior and women displaying toxic behavior by way of trying to see how a man can take control or to establish their control in a relationship— could one argue that maybe women aren't as great partners as they think they are sometimes?
1: Yeah, I don't have. To I don't yeah. yeah, I'm not like,
0: elaborating at all. That's just yes.
1: Yeah, this this, like,
0: yes, period.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even trying to jump on women. Like nobody, you know, like no one side is as great as great as they think, but. I think, you know, at least now it seems like in this realm of, you know, menness, like, I don't think men are as bad. Well, I'll take that back. There's a lot of shit men. But I like the thing I've said before, I, I I guess, like, my thing, I guess, would be, like, fundamentally, I think sometimes there's an there's a argument, I guess, to do it out there, that men are misunderstood, I think, in their capacity to be, like, good lovers. And that goes into that little conversation about, like, you know the nurturing shit the what somebody provides like what those concepts really mean and how to apply that shit to relationship like i know i said that shit before but like you know if you apply this the simple shit of niggas are are built or social or socialized from shit ever to go okay to get pussy even though it's bad to lie but to get pussy i need to give my whole get down is giving her time she, if she likes ice cream, I take her to get ice cream. If she likes flowers, I get her some flowers. If she likes going to movies, I take her to the movies. If I like she like whatever, I take her to go do that. If you mold that and apply that to love, my muscles are built for giving. I got a lot of give muscles, and like all she has to do is be there because she's amazing. Like that's what you were built on. And you have to learn in the relationship, like, damn, I need more. I didn't understand before I got here that I needed somebody to do that for me i needed you to love me for me i needed you to extend and give to me not just i got him some pussy i gave him you know a watch sucked his dick for his birthday like you're not really given of because your muscles when you transfer over your way of giving love is to just take my love you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so like on the female side it's like well you know have you examined like are you a good lover because traditionally man you don't have Good giving muscles technically Like you've got good conditioning muscles Your granny said you know feed them fuck them And in other varieties Love is feed them fuck them and it's like mm, That's not true like you gotta do better Than that same way niggas gotta unlearn Women have to unlearn at the same pace I feel like a lot of these conversations are Unlearning on men's behalf is what they've been doing In the relationship and women's Unlearning is still like What we have to take It's like what are you given though like learn how to give And be like it's all cohesive
0: Right. And, and I could say within the sense of that. We could probably argue that men need to start stop being so nice when it comes to sticking to these narratives and challenging like, no, love me like an actual individual, like understand me, I'm more than just a wallet and a penis, but we also have to do more demand more of ourselves. I have to understand myself more so that I can tell you that this is not cool. I prefer this and I need this as a human being not as an object. So we got to stop being too nice with ourselves and accepting the norm and we also have to stop being stop being so nice in relationships as far as no bitch I need more than some head and some some reheated dinner. Like I need an actual partner here. I need somebody to actually communicate with me. I need somebody to, like that wants to actually participate as opposed to me being somebody that's supposed to serve this other individual. I'm here too.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you have to you know, that is that does mean, you know, niggas have to rise to the occasion. Not just dick wise, like, you know, not just Oh, I don't have I don't get the pussy. That's part of it. Like put put pussy is important. Sex is important, but dirty motherfucker mine. But like you have to you have to apply other aspects. It's like, okay, man what else do I want? Like if I'm like me personally, I like the idea of like going out and like real estate is something that I'm interested in. And I'm, you know, trying to like, you know, learn a little bit here, here and there. It makes no sense to me to do all that. And I can't have a partner that I can go, okay, do you have this much to put up so we can buy this, this apartment complex, we can buy this duplex. And then we work on this, we fix it up, we flip it or, or, We put renters in it. But if I do all that, I'm out. And even that, like, if we can't do some of these business ventures together, you really just fuck me because I'm out the house, dog. I'm out going to work. I'm out doing this. I'm out doing more things. So it's like, if you can't assist me in this, and it's not just, this is other ways for us to bond and connect. If all you do is just, when you come home, I'm here. I'm stressed, dog. You rubbing my back and sucking my dick is not going to help me figure out where am I going to get the capital for this? Or Just a so Dope Ass Podcast grows, me and, you know, you, and me and DC are fucking like, uh, like you go home to your, uh, lovely duo, and they like, oh yes, big daddy, like I'ma rub the shoulders, and I'ma massage the balls, and you like, yeah, that's great, but like me and TJ are trying to figure out how to expand this shit to like, this, this, that, and the third medium, and they like, well, that's awesome. Help me, bitch. What the fuck was that? I just told you niggas a problem. Right. And you're like, well, you can do it. And I said, okay, all right. Um, well, now that that's good, I want to start my motherfucking blah, blah, blah business. Well, that's great, bitch. You're not going to help. You don't want to fucking like, well, no, I'm not going to put your name on it. What the fuck you mean? Like, it's me and the kids.
0: Like Even if it's not physically helping, just being able to provide a safe space to brainstorm it and get Get healthy, helpful results or somebody just asking like, hey, I know it's stressing you out trying to figure this thing out and make it work. Is there anything that you need to feel supported or feel more comfortable? Like some sort of support is beneficial. That kind of reminds me of a. Uh Whatever that was, that post that I sent you earlier this week, where it's like when Bay comes home, and the girl is just being annoying as fuck, dancing all over the house, and he just, he looked absolutely miserable. But that's him also being too, not- hey, get your ass off the counter dancing, being stupid. Like, I've had a stressful day, and you ain't here being silly like a goddamn child or a puppy that's happy because I walked in the door. You are my partner. I am not your entertainment. You
1: know what else is that if you had something to do your goddamn self all day? But, um, I, you know, and not, and not to be, you know, buzzkill, some of that shit is, is funny, but I know that like a lot of, at least that's how some of the comments look, it'd be looking like, yo, y'all really digest this. Like, I don't, like, everything I like is not 100% who I am, but the anime shit I post, I like. Like, the anime shit I post and the quotes that are attached to it, like, I like those, like, those talk about whatever. Um, The science shit, the funny shit, there's truth and pieces of me in these conversations, so it's like I, some of that shit is worrisome because it's like because if I post a little all post one, I think some of his shit is very plain like you can understand the philosophy behind it but I can explain like boom, boom, boom but it's sometimes when I see like other shit I'm like yo, like I see some shit niggas post to women post, I was like there's no real philosophy behind this, this is very cut and dry bullshit so I'm like now I gotta be like you're on bullshit and I'm not, I know it sounds arrogant, that could be bullshit to you I understand that thing, it's true to a degree but Nigga, some of that shit that I be posting is horseshit. Like even that post you're talking about, I'm like this promotes the narrative, man. That you just fucking, it looks cute, but that shit is you're draining. You are killing me, bitch. Like, Nick, men are fucking, you know, harder heart rate. They die at X amount of rates more than women. You killing them a little bit. I'm dying at work. I'm dying outside. I'm dying trying to keep this house. I'm dying. You are. Killing me, bitch! Like
0: you provide no support, and then you feed me shit that's gonna also kill kill me faster. Cause you be like, "Oh, I brought you this plate, this plate of death." Goddamn! Like this shit ain't nothing nutritious on this plate. So not, not, not only am I eating this big ass plate of shit that's gonna give me some sort of heart disease or make me obese, cause you don't want me to leave. So if I gain weight, I ain't gonna go nowhere as long as I'm fed and my balls is empty. Cause that's the narrative that y'all have. But you're also not providing emotional support. I'm dying. Every day that I'm staying in this relationship with you.
1: Here's the thing. You could give me uh, skinless chicken breast and broccoli all the time. Like I'm still dying in this motherfucker. Because like you said, emotionally, it's not a lot of here. And then let's talk about this pussy shit. Because some of y'all, yes, you know, this pussy fire. But I was having a conversation about this a couple days ago. And it's like, and I know whoever it will be like, you know, you know, women, duh, I'm like, nah, man, the stress is on the nigga, bro. I have to come in there and perform. Like, I get it, man. Thank you for putting my, your fucking legs on my shoulders, and you know, thank you for, like, putting that arch in, but I was like, I'm really plowing this motherfucker And no, I, I just worked 12 hours. I worked, this, nigga been, this nigga been on his feet 14 hours, dog. Right. <laughs> Gotta come home and knock the bottom out of it.
0: Man, what the fuck? My neck hurt. I just had this my conversation as well. Like, talking about how much anxiousness or anxiety can go through a man when it comes to sexual pressures and y'all y'all have no idea of it like we do an arithmetic in that motherfucker sometimes like there's a lot that rides on that emotionally now we can get into that topic another day as far as the 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 sexual pressures that men have to go through because women go through it too, but we highlight women's. We talk about women's. It's normal to say how they may have some body image issues or things of that nature. But we don't talk about the stresses that men may may face sexually or because of sexual interaction. But I do want to highlight. So we're gonna we're gonna pause. I want you to pause. I want you to get your hands ready to to, to do a little clapping. Thank you. Why the applause? You ask. Why the applause? Shout out to Moni as well. Always being very par. Moni making it
1: really hard for the world, nigga. Because Moni be out there like thinking and shit, exactly, and having, like, and having like you know stable opinions
0: and trying. That's wonderful, and I'm glad you say that because Moni in the chat. Wu chow, I realized that I never understood how to give love until this year. I wasn't giving shit; just being cute. Showing up and giving up vagina. I appreciate one more time. I appreciate money. Thank you so much for coming into that realization. We appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: That's the show, everybody. Because like <laughs> nigga, yeah, like that's it, motherfucker. Like, cause swear, fuck, God, like, every, I, I, there hasn't been one. I don't know that there's been one time where I've brought that up on some sincere shit, and a motherfucker will fight you. T- not a motherfucker. A woman will fight you to the ground about that. It's like it's not shitting no, on y'all, my nigga. Like, like we, t- I, I know we talked about that in, in, in some of the recent shows. It's like not even being shitty, man. Lay it out, just, just simply. Some people are journalers. Some people are just thinkers. Just we can start at the tangibles and move on into the emotional and and, and psychological shit, and even spiritual th- shit. If you want to get super deep, what the fuck are you taking from him? And what the fuck are you giving to him to this to this situation? Right. Is he pouring more? Make it make sense, man. What if, I I nah, you taking a long time because you, you bust his list off real quick. Oh my God. He's boom, 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 boom. Bet. Now, with his list, I need you to do a conjoining list and make the motherfuckers do like this. Shit, i let you make the motherfuckers do this way. Just make it connect. Make it make sense. You got four things on this list to his twenty-eight. And you ain't even finished with the two like what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: a lot a a lot and if we decide to even hint at one of the things on that list it's World War 17 like why why do we have this issue of like? if I'm telling you what I need or what makes me uncomfortable if I'm not being too nice and I'm actually confronting the issue and I'm talking to you about it and I'm being vulnerable enough to present to you my frustrations and you say well how the fuck gaslighting how many men well, get gaslit into certain situations or they get gaslit simply for expressing something that they are uncomfortable with and that should not be a part of the relationship.
1: Let me stress this out. Go ahead. Nobody knows. <laughs> none of you niggas know what the fuck that word means. I was, man, I, I listened to last night, literally last night I was in one of these God forsaken. Movies. It didn't start off God forsaken. It was started off pretty good. It was talking about like racism or something like that. And like, Side structures, No, it was good. It was one of these like good conversations, and then it got real petty, and then it got real argumentative, and then it got real like, You just gassed the fuck out of me. And the dude was like, Bitch, I don't even know you. And she was like, You just marginalized my experience. And he was like, But one, he, I think the dude, the dude was like, One that's not gaslighting, like, I just disagree. And she said some whole bunch of other shit, and the nigga didn't say that. It was like, I, but she was talking, she was basically saying my beliefs. Are this, this, and that, and the third about, they were talking about, like, being anti-black and, uh, basically what she described was prejudice. Like, he, people have been prejudiced to her because she's, I think, maybe, like, African living in America or one of those shits like that. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing was, like, that's not gaslighting. Like, that, even the shit that people like to say, like, they're making you question your experience. No, they're not. Like, nobody said, like, maybe you didn't think that. Like, maybe, um, you know, mistaking you. Maybe you don't know what you believe. Like, no, you're wrong because this is this. And this is this for this set of reasons. That's my opinion. Like, that's my opinion. And maybe like factually based opinion. I disagree with you. Right. Motherfucker is taking disagreements saying like you're gaslighting. Like, no, nah, man, gaslighting is a targeted fucking, you are purposely trying to go, I'm trying to manipulate and shift this person's perception of what's going on. It's a super deep manipulative tactic. Like you niggas are taking somebody who doesn't agree with you because you don't like to be wrong. Like a fucking ass hat and being like, I'm being gaslit.
0: Or the favorite word that I've expressed so many times on this show that I can't stand is mansplaining. It's like I have an opinion and just like any other human being, I have the right to express my opinion, especially if it has some fact to it, but because you do not disagree or it does not resonate with what you would prefer you consider it mansplaining or gaslighting. It's like, no, that's, that's not what I'm doing. I'm simply disagreeing. Yeah. I'm simply not seeing, I'm showing a different perspective, but because you're not going, this conversation isn't going in the direction that you would prefer. You're trying to figure out a way to demean or minimalize what I'm saying, which is, it's manipulation. It's intentional because you thought about it and decided to do it, which means you are actually doing the very thing that you are accusing me of.
1: Yes, that now that is like gaslighting. It's like, nah, like you are, like, you know, like you said, like I'm manipulating you into thinking now everything you say against me is some form. And I'm like, damn, nigga, you just said I was gaslighting you by gaslight. Like, it was, it's, 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 it's fucking terrible shit. And to me, the problem, I, I'm so bothered because I'm just like, There are niggas who are actively like mansplaining or misogynist or real fucking because they exist. Once again, them niggas exist in these same groups. It was last night, like I want to say maybe in that same group, he was like, "Oh, the women get in here." He was completely wrong. Nigga was wrong as fuck. Two left shoes. That nigga was wrong as like two heat like a heel where your fucking toes should be. It was the wrongest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. And the nigga came on, he was like, "Yeah, you know, but the women want to get in there. I was like, and every nigga. The entire group of niggas was like, you're wrong, G. Like, there's nothing. Women did nothing wrong. Nothing happened to you. You came in here and said this, which was wrong. You already answered the question. All she said was you answered the question, and you were jumping on the woman and not jumping on nobody else you're a bitch-ass nigga. So I'm just like, you know, I'm I, and it's the same mirror images of shit. It's niggas who've been hurt by women who are just like, bitches are terrible. Let's talk about blah." blah, blah. And on the flip side, I'm like, we don't, why do we ever talk like, oh, sis must be hurt. Just like a man. But I was like, we are negating the fact that sis could very much so be hurt off of real shit or complete fabricated bullshit. Right. we be projecting horse shit on every conversation. And that's just as fucking dangerous.
0: Right. This is definitely a topic that we can continue to get in because y'all do it so goddamn much on both sides. We're talking from the perspective that we deal with. I don't deal with no men in that regard, so I can't speak on it. Those of you that do, feel free. If you are in a same-sex relationship and you go through these situations, you can feel free to comment. it. You can feel free to DM us, Just Dope Ass Podcast on Instagram. This, Shit, that's that's how does that work in those relationships? Like, I mean, we've had this conversation off-air of how Without getting too deep in it Like man ain't shit I'm gonna go to the other side And then you end up in a domestic violence situation With the same sex partner
1: Is that domestic violence they just squaring up? <laughs> like if your man's If you know if you and your boyfriend Like fight You know what I'm saying? Like is that just two niggas fighting? No
0: I mean it's still considered DV Obviously But I mean one could look at it that way Depending on what their perspective is like, oh, you just two dudes that had a disagreement, or you're two women that had a disagreement. It's like, no, but this person is supposed to be my romantic partner, so it is considered a domestic violence situation, which is nothing to joke about for those of you who may be a little too right. sensitive with what we are saying. We're not joking about domestic violence in general, but it is something to be said, like, both sides have to deal with these types of narratives that can be demeaning or diminishing their perspective or belittling of their mindsets perspectives and preferences so it's definitely something that you have to pay attention to those are definitely some things that we can get into on the next episode as we get ready to transition up out of here i do want to share we got some facebook love so shout out to aj jones for giving us a heart on facebook live people tapping in from all different platforms thank you sir everybody i hope you enjoyed today's conversation Shout out to Kenny Shout out to Moni Shout out to everybody else that's watching, listening, participating, jumping in For those of you that are listening on the Good News Radio app Make sure you stay tuned Next up, we got You want to shout your shit out? got
1: a Keep it a fucking thousand yeah. Y'all know who it is Say the shit
0: Y'all keep it, keep it locked coming in next after us keep it a thousand podcasts boy shorts is in the building getting raised juju the great other than that we hope you guys are starting your weekend off on your week off wonderfully we shall see you guys this upcoming saturday have a wonderful week saturday is my birthday so tune in just so you can listen to me work on my birthday because we love y'all so much that's just what we yes. do we are consistent as shit other than that know,
1: That's the second birthday That's this fucking year Most definitely
0: We both have worked On our birthdays Why? Because we gonna make sure Y'all get this Motherfucking content God damn it We gonna be consistent Just like your communication Should be consistent In your relationships So stop being so fucking nice Sometimes you gotta Assert yourself Not in a disrespectful way But stand up For your boundaries And communicate your needs On that note We'll see you guys This Saturday At 3.30 Just a dope ass podcast Here on the Good News Radio App Thank you for tuning in live here on Facebook and YouTube. We'll see you guys Saturday. What? Make sure y'all go get that new NAO now. Go down.